Hi, Michelle. Hi, Josh. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Well, I don't know if I'm good. I really? answered that quickly. I, I think I'm good, yeah. but, but I, I want to be more authentic. We've been talking <laughs> about that in our Adventures in Faith. Don't just right. rush. Right. So I'm good, but a little tender. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good to be in fall. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about for you, but it feels like time got put in a washer machine cycle mm-hmm. and it's just not quite done and mm-hmm. like I've lost it. And I, some days it's just kind of like wandering around. What's been going on these last couple of years and what year is it? And there's a little bit of n- nostalgia and sentimentality, but also just kind of like, you know, I lost my ice cream cone and now I'm wandering around uh, the sidewalk. Yeah, it sounds like there's a there's spaceship a landing. Yeah, <laughs> They've come, They're coming to take us away. Oh, my. Yeah. Very good. Very good for Halloween. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I totally. I, I don't. I don't know if you're talking about like time. Just feels like it's going so fast. I don't know how all of a sudden we're at the almost end of October. How did that happen? I just don't quite get it. Yes. It's yeah. Shocking. I, it is. I think some of it's the the pandemic, and then mm-hmm. some of it's like just living on shuffle, like we do with our iPods mm-hmm. and iPhones and all of that kind of stuff. So everything just feels all all mixed together sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's so important and helpful when we rediscover our way of life in the moment, you know, our spiritual practices, our self-care, that can kind of let everything sink back in and bring us back to now. So maybe I'm calling for that a little bit. Yeah, I I really love this time of the year, and I was noticing even this morning, I was kind of rushing from one thing to another, and I, I stopped here on our campus, which is so beautiful, and this red tree was calling to me, and I was just standing there. I just wanted to go over and stand and stare at it forever, and um, I think it's the juxtaposition of that desire just to kind of chill, but knowing I got to get in there, I got to get this done, I got to yes. get that done, I got to make this call, I got all that to-do stuff calling me, the... Cairo's time and the the uh, no time. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Kronos, uh-huh. Kronos, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. The Kronos time and the Cairo's time. Yeah, I like that moment with the mm-hmm. tree because that that's always a thing for me. At the end of the day, is you know that spiritual checklist, and one of those is uh, did I have a moment of awe today? Was right. there a moment of reverence mm-hmm. or or um, you know just anything like that? And when I've missed that, that means that I'm much more mm-hmm. living my own reality tunnel than I am right. in this beautiful planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And uh, when we've been doing these these topics um, for the podcast, Michelle, we, we've always you know focused on something going on in the world, and I think the big thing on people's minds right now is the midterm elections. Yes. So um, my wife and I got our ballots, and then yes. Gavin, who just turned <gasps> our son, who just <gasps> turned eighteen, right. somehow there's a ballot for him. So this will be he his first vote. election to vote in. Oh, wonderful! So that's oh, exciting. Great. Um, and you know, it's such an interesting time because there's so much polarization. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's understandable. Sometimes that's not, but mm-hmm. just as a, a spiritual leader, when you open up that ballot, what are some some things that that cross through your mind in terms of what leads you to vote for whom or for um, issues or topics that you care about? There's this for me. There's this really beautiful combination of just like in everything in life, uh, prayerfulness, a prayerful approach, praying. You know, even before I fill out that ballot, but also. The gathering of information, it's so easy to be led around by the nose, by all the ads and all of the fluff and all of the anger and all of the attack that goes on. And I really want to be an informed voter. So I know that um, I want to make it a sacred experience. So I think Ken and I will sit down likely sometime this weekend. We'll get a good cup of coffee or something good to drink, and we will um, go through the issues, especially on the ballot here in our area, look them 
over. We'll probably debate them a little bit, and then we'll both fill out our ballot. So that's important to me. And um, so it's that, that combination of prayerfulness and guidance while also being an informed voter and mm-hmm. not just listening to the the surface life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I love that word you used, uh, sacred. Yeah. You know, can we view, you know, even if we're disgusted at times with some politicians mm-hmm. or the systems here or there, can we still see that voting itself is a is a, is a sacred tool? And, right. you know, whatever side of the aisle that you're on, I mean, right. that... that question of the long-term future of democracy in our in our country has been in question. And it so has. I think to, to stop and pause and to say um, that uh, voting can be a sacred action and we do it consciously and when we can, you know, even if we're pessimistic about how some things are going on mm-hmm. around us, still, you know, be on the side of, of hopefulness, of wanting to move things forward as mm-hmm. opposed to just throwing away the ballot and saying this, this yeah. is useless or they're all... <laughs> they're all part of the swamp or whatever right, the terms are right. that we want to use. Yeah. And, you know, for me, um, you know, and this may be controversial too, is to not get too caught up in the party affiliation of the exactly. name is to, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it doesn't mean that I might not vote for more for one party than other, but mm-hmm. am I willing, I love what you said about being informed, to just try and see who this person is, mm-hmm. um, you know, beyond their rank and file to see if there's something there that that might be um, more in alignment with um, something that I believe in or with a sense of character or virtue that that politician may represent um, that, that you know, may cause me to uh, maybe vote beyond where I might just automatically take my, mm-hmm. my pencil. Yeah. One of the most extreme, extreme acts of separation I think we're seeing play out in the political world is the propensity to just look at the people over on the other side and say they're all bad. So I won't vote for a single one of them. If they are of the party that I don't like, they're out. Mm-hmm. And I think that is um, disrespectful to our democracy. It's disrespectful to our system of voting, that it that it requires us and demands us to sometimes be willing to say, hey, this person who's in a party that I like isn't as experienced or isn't bringing things to the table as powerfully as this other person who may not be in the party that I wouldn't choose, but I'm going to make that choice because I want to be an informed and conscious voter and that that's, that matters. It's almost like um, people want to say, my vote doesn't matter, but the energy with which we vote contributes to the whole in a big way. And that's our teaching, right? Mm-hmm. Everything we do, we're contributing to the whole experience with our energy. So it's it's uh, it's important to stay out of that separation. I think that's you've brought that up in a very powerful way. Yeah, it's good to look at that. And you know, I, I've always loved midterm elections. Normally, they're not as popular as general yeah, elections, but they're just as important. Yes. And you know, one you know positive consequence of all the the chaos and the rancor and et cetera is people pay more attention than yes. perhaps they were. And so I hope the turnout's uh, larger. But I get people who you know want to vote for more Democrats or more Republicans mm-hmm. as they want um, the Republicans to have the House or the mm-hmm. Senate. Mm-hmm. Or, or mm-hmm. vice versa. And, you know, I think that's something to consider. But right. I, I love when we can put character first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think sometimes for those who are unhappy with some of the politicians, they say they can, you know, probably relate a lot of that to people voting for the R or the D as opposed to the person that's behind it. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that in our philosophy, we believe in uh, strong individuals, right. um, but people who don't forget 
you know, that that we're all one and, mm-hmm. and that we have to care for all of us. And so I think that's an important thing is, you know, having people that think for themselves right. and aren't likely to, um, you know, make a vote unconsciously um, just because mm-hmm. someone tells them to. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, that's an important uh, factor always for me in, in looking at those votes. And I don't even know the propositions that are up, but here in Colorado, <laughs> I think the biggest one is that is we want wine and yeah, our the, grocery the liquor. Stores. Yep. Yep. Yes. We want to have liquor yes. available. And so, yeah, yeah to, to, to take a brave <laughs> political stand, I, I'm probably going to vote for that one. <laughs> I think I probably will too. <laughs> yeah. So that, I don't, and, uh, yeah, I think it's always good to, to pay attention to those things as well. But, you know, it, again, getting back to that sacred element, you know, to be able to take our, our ballot, I love that, pray a little bit before we open mm-hmm. it, uh, be prayerful while we're filling it out, and, and to turn it in prayerfully as as well, mm-hmm. and to, you know, try to have that spirit that even if people disagree with us, to know that there's a lot to be... Uh, uh, proud in when our election works works well. I right. think that was one of the things that was disappointing for me in in 2020. Is you know no matter what party or who you voted for, the amount of people that voted, the amount of people that voted for yes. Joe Biden and um, uh, uh, President at the time mm-hmm. uh, Trump was mm-hmm. just tremendous. Yeah. It was it was uh, kind of awe inspiring, and it so mm-hmm. went down the tube so quick with mm-hmm. uh, you know the challenges and all of that. Mm-hmm. But it was really impressive. Um, to have. And so even if you were unhappy with the results, I think that an objective person can stand back and go, wow, a lot of people participated mm-hmm. in this process. And you know, our country being such a huge uh, ship, it's hard to make change happen right away. But I think as more and more people, especially our young people, or I think of my, my son, uh-huh. uh, you know, get involved right away and pay attention, I, I think that can do a lot towards steering us slowly in better and better directions. Yes. Is he excited about this opportunity to vote? Is he... I think he's probably more in that pessimistic ah, camp, okay, you know. Yeah. But I think it will be good to open up and and kind of watch him and and talk uh-huh. about some of the the little principles that we ha- that we talked about here as well. And I, I think there's that aspect too. And you know, oh, I dislike this Republican or mm-hmm. I dislike this Democrat. It takes a lot for these people to run for office. It does. And you know, I think we have to see past the surface of the the polarization and say, you know, there's a person here who's sacrificing. Um, you know, their peace of mind. You right. think about the amount of criticism they get. Oh, not um, only just criticism, but just unfounded attack yeah. to their beingness. They have yeah. to ask for money all the oh, time, yes. which is, as uh-huh. ministers, you know, we enjoy that, but that's oh, not yeah. always the yeah. funnest part of the no, job. Not at all. Um, and, and to work towards that. So I hope it's a good, um, I, you know, just like you said, I hope my, my son takes the time to get informed, mm-hmm. to be prayerful, and uh, I want to support him and who he votes for as long as he knows what it is, even if it's different from... My of course, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, good. That's that's exciting. Well, it's great. It's great to talk to everybody. Is there anything at Mile High Church that you're really looking forward to in November? Oh well, of course. The very first Friday night of November, we have Rhonda Britton showing up here to do a workshop with us, and um, I think she's going to come and talk about a really huge topic for people, which is self worth and self love and acceptance. We're call- she calls it the self acceptance celebration, and it's really all about no matter uh, how you're feeling, what age you're at, how you look, what's going on in your body, what's going on in your life, can you love and accept yourself, and that that's a foundational notion of success in the world. In fact, there are many philosophers and teachers who say that's the only thing that really counts when you when it all comes down to it is can you love and accept yourself. And so she's going to take us through a process. I took a class with her and that was fantastic. So I'm looking forward to 
that, as well as our Thanksgiving service, which is one of my favorite services of the year. Yes, I love the Thanksgiving day. The kickoff of holiday season, and mm-hmm. one of the things that I love is it's uh, so many of our make a difference our our community yes. service projects kick off. So we have a big food drive that we're doing, and then the the giving tree, and you know all the events that we do, including our pumpkin patch for Habitat for Humanity. You know, if you do the math in terms of money that mm-hmm. we receive and items that people bring, it's well over a hundred thousand oh, yeah. dollars. Uh, so it's so great to get to be a part of that, and um, you know, working on a message that I'm kind of excited about. You know, sometimes as a minister, oh, I've given uh, you know. Thirty Thanksgiving talks, but, uh-huh. but my my topic for November twentieth is how do you gratitude? And I'm thinking a lot about do I spend a lot of time giving thanks for what was, uh, what is, and what does it mean to begin giving thanks now for what might be? And so oh, I've been uh, sitting with this question of how do you gratitude? And so mm-hmm. I'm happy to uh, you know figure out some options and share them with the congregation on the twentieth. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, well, and it's also. You and April have an anniversary, and Ken and I have an anniversary in we, November. So happy anniversary. Thanksgiving marriages. Yes, so yes, yes, it reminds us to give thanks. Uh-huh, exactly. Well, I'm grateful for you, Michelle, and <laughs> hope you, you have a great too. rest of your week. And thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.